Hey there, welcome to episode number eight of the Authors Read Podcast. This is Leah Ryan, and I'm reading for today's author, Josanna Thompson. I'll be reading from her book, A Maiden's Honor, which is a Middle Eastern romance novel. Hassan's personal bodyguards, Tristan Thatcher and Luke Finch, stood at attention on either side of the door to Hassan's quarters. Though Hassan was a half a head taller than most men, his bodyguards were even taller and larger. The two giants saluted their captain and then froze when their gaze fell on Sarah. Hassan rolled his eyes and proceeded into his quarters with Sarah following behind him. Unlike the rest of his crew, he lived in a spacious suite behind the quarterdeck. His quarters took up nearly an eighth of the length of the ship and spanned the entire width, while most captains' quarters on the man o' wars used canvas curtains to divide the living space. Hassan's dividers were made of wood. To the untrained eye, his private chamber looked like a small four-room apartment. The walls separating his quarters from the quarterdeck the dividers, and the furniture were configured in a way that made it easy to store them in case his chamber was needed for fighting. Battles rarely took place aboard his ship. That was fine with Hassan. His quarters were his sanctuary from his otherwise perilous life. His crew had already delivered Sarah's trunk. She was too busy looking at the room's furnishings to notice her possessions. Hassan laughed to himself as she ran her hand over the polished table. While Sarah continued inspecting his belongings, Hassan gave in to his curiosity and reached for her pouch that was now sitting on the table. May I see what's inside? he asked. Aye, she replied before crouching onto his burgundy, black, and cream Persian rug covering the rough deck boards. Hassan chuckled as she brushed her hand across the silk fibers, seeming to inspect each color individually. While Sarah examined his Persian rug, Hassan peeked inside the pouch. His lips parted when he discovered black pearls almost filling the bag to the brim. There were at least two hundred of them, a small treasure. Sarah stood up after completing her inspection. She picked up a pea-sized pearl and said, Ipo. They are called pearls in my country. Hassan returned the jewel to the pouch and wrapped the string around the edges to draw it closed. I will keep these safe for you. Sarah had already moved on to inspecting the silver candlesticks. She seemed not to care that he hid her treasure in a secret compartment in his desk. Hassan glanced over at Sarah again and couldn't help smiling at her curiosity. He could have spent the entire day watching her make new discoveries of things that were commonplace to him. Remembering the urgency, Hassan ducked into his dressing room to find something appropriate for her to wear. She followed him into the room like a curious puppy. Hassan opened a trunk and pulled out a dress. I have been told that this is the latest Parisian fashion. I would like you to wear it. Hassan proudly held the dress up only to discover that Sarah wasn't paying attention. She couldn't take her eyes off his gold pocket watch, which was suddenly in the palm of her hand. Her fingers traced the etched flower engraved on the cover. She opened the lid. The corners of her lips widened into a smile when the second hand moved. How the devil did you do that? Hassan marveled how she could pick his pocket without him noticing. I'll take that. He laid the dress on the trunk and snatched the watch from her just as she attempted to pull the hands off. We must talk about the stealing. Hassan grabbed her wrist and led her over to the table. I know you are curious about everything, he said calmly. You must not take things that do not belong to you without seeking the owner's permission first. 
People will take great offense if you do. That is doubly true if you steal from the people from this part of the world. Hassan knew by her vacant expression that Sarah had no idea that she had done anything wrong. I hate to do this, but you need to understand the penalties for stealing. Hassan removed the saber from his belt and pinned Sarah's hand against the table. This is what happens to people who are caught stealing in this part of the world. Sarah cried out when Hassan pressed his saber against her wrist. After he released her hand, Sarah stepped back and held her arm against her chest. Hassan returned his saber to his belt. You need not fear me. However, it is vital that you understand the penalty for stealing. The people in this part of the world are unforgiving towards those who break their laws. The penalties for committing such acts are severe. I would hate for you to lose your hand for a crime you did not understand that you committed. Come. Hassan held his hand out to Sarah. Let's find you something to wear. Sarah slowly backed away without taking her eyes off Hassan's saber. Her hand was still pressed against her chest. Hassan winked and returned to his dressing room. This is a very beautiful gown, he said, holding up the dress. It was a confection of white silk with intricate lace adorning the scoop neckline and skirt. Its short, puffy sleeves were designed to be worn with long white gloves. The gown would have made any well-bred lady look like a princess. Sarah mustered the courage to take a closer look. As she touched the garment with tentative fingers, her eyes glanced behind the dress to a royal blue and gold silk cloth laid folded on top of the clothes in the trunk. Her hand dropped away from the dress. To Hassan, the two-by-three-foot cloth was a useless gift from Nail Dar, yet she stared at the cloth with twinkling eyes as though it were the latest fashion. Still, she dared not touch or take it, but held her hands close to her sides as if she were afraid of what might happen if she reached for it. Curious to see what Sarah would do next, Hassan gave the cloth to her. Sarah looked at him as though he had given her a precious gift. Turning away from him, she removed her wrap and tied the fabric around her waist. She then surprised Hassan when she looked to him for his approval. All he could do was interlace his fingers behind his back and nod. Hassan wanted to tell Sarah that he had never seen anything so beautiful. Her style of dress suited her better than the one he offered her. The blue cloth made the colors of her face, her eyes, and even her hair look more vibrant. If he had his way, Sarah would wear nothing else. You are a temptress, Hassan mumbled. Thank you for listening to the Author's Read podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Authors Read podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time.